tonight we're going to continue talking about discipleship, and we want to talk about a passage of Scripture that was some of Jesus' last words before he left, and is known to us as the Great Commission. But I want us to understand something, because I think that some, sometimes we think that it takes special people to become people who tell us about Christ. Well, that's for a missionary, that's for a pastor, that's for, um, you know, some special person. But in reality, it's for all of us. It's up to all of us to tell us about Christ. It's up to all of us to, you know, be able to, you know, tell our friends or tell other people because reality is this, that you guys in this room, you'll be able to reach your peers better than me. Because you know why? Because you're the same age, you can relate, and people see Christ through you. But we need to understand that, like I said, as God expects each of us, as Jesus said, to go into all the world. And this is what Matthew 28 says. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So Jesus is saying that all authority, everything is given to him. Now this is the key. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. As we can see just before we go into any part of that, the key word in this is go, all right? Go. What is go? Is go, go a noun or, or what is it? It's a verb, right? An action, right? It's something that you do. It's not just, you know, you just, you're a person, place, or thing. It's a, you know, I know y'all are on midterm, but we're giving a little lesson here. It's a verb, right? It's, a, it's an action. It's something that you do. You go. And let me ask a question. If your mom or your dad or someone says, go to the food store, what does that mean? Go there, right? You go to the store. Or if they tell you to go and do something, you go and do it. But here Jesus is telling us that we need, as he's telling the disciples, go, therefore. Go, do something. And that's something I want you to do is I want you to go. But go where? Go and do what? You see, we have to understand that when we see in Scripture, we see these words and we have to ask ourselves, you know, just like in any type of thing, who, what, where, when, and how, right? Go, therefore. Who is that? That is us, disciples. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. It's not just for a select people, but it's for all, all nations. Doesn't stop there. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Again, as we consider this, it's an action. We are to do something. Go. You know, I think too many times that we consider, you know, we consider this, and we consider... A lot of times we hear this during a missions conference and we hear talk, people talking about go. Sometimes we, we get a little, you know, thinking to ourselves, well, that means I have to go from Nassau to Africa. But the reality is, is that, as we're going to look a little bit later, God has called each of us right where we are. He's called us right where we are. We are here for a reason, here for a purpose. He's called you where you are because he wants you to be used by him to do this. If you call yourself a Christian, this is not an option. 
It's not an option to say, well, I think I'm going to do it. You know, you think about your, sometimes for us as our, our parents or whoever, if your parents tell you to do something, what do you normally do? You go ahead and do it quickly. Why? Because you're scared of the consequences, right? You're scared of what could happen. So why do we sometimes look at when God tells us to do things, we like are like, ah, uh, maybe I'll get around to it. When we have to understand, as the first verse said, all authority is given to him. Everything. Everything is about Christ. You see, we put too much emphasis on our earthly masters, and we haven't thought about our heavenly master, what he has told us. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always and to the end of the age. You see, when we understand this, and we understand that when it talks about Jesus and he's leaving, his disciples got a little scared for a second. But what's going to happen? Here it is, Jesus, you're telling us you're going to go. But what's going to happen to us? Well, he already told him in John, he says, I will send you a helper, which is the Holy Spirit. You see, we need to understand that it was better for Jesus to go so that we could get the Holy Spirit. But the reality is, is that we, sometimes we want to hold on to Jesus. You see, Jesus was a person. Jesus could only be in one spot. The Holy Spirit lives in us. He's everywhere with us as believers. So we must understand that we, would, we should rather have the Holy Spirit than to have Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is living in us. We can't just hold on. Jesus paid the price, but the Holy Spirit is living in us. He lives in us daily. He convicts our sin, and he helps us. Another part of the scripture we're going to look at is Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 to 11. It said this, So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, we need to understand that it's not going to be an option. There's going to come a day when every person, tongue, tribe, nation, whatever it is, they're going to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's going to come. It's going to happen. He's not just going to call a select few, like from, you know, because you live here. No, all nations. But the reality is, is that he has called us to go. He has called you to go where you are at, in your school, at your home, wherever you are at, to go and make disciples. The person next to you. The last verse is Acts 1.8. But you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You see, we need to understand Jesus called us as we consider this. And we need to understand where were these disciples from? Jerusalem. They were Jews. So he is saying, look, make sure you take care of your own people. Make sure that you tell the people around you about me. Let us start from there and then go out. You see, I think too many times as we consider and we hear about missions and we hear about the Great Commission, we just think of, or right, we have to just get those unreached people groups. People have never heard about Christ and forget about us here. But no, that's not what we're saying. We are saying that we need to be concerned about the people around us. Because you know what's happening? We have people right here in the Bahamas, people living on your street who are dying and going to hell every day. Because people like us haven't told them about Christ. 
After we leave Jerusalem, we need to go into Judea, Samaria, and all to the ends of the earth. Don't leave nothing out. Try to reach the world for Christ. Make disciples. You see, I think too many times we get, we, we have this, you know, we're so small-sighted, short-sighted that we don't see. We only see that you're in the front of us. But God has a great plan for us. And we need to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who's working in us. The Holy Spirit is working in that person's life. You know, I want to just ask you a question, and I don't want you to raise your hand, but I want you to think about this. Have you ever told anyone about Christ? And if you have told someone about Christ, you shared your faith, you told them about Jesus Christ, the gospel, Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose again, you told them that. And they responded in a way that you may say, you know what, boy, I really didn't like that response. Or you know what sometimes happens? But I told them about Christ and they didn't accept Christ. Well, the reality is that it's not up to you to change that person's life. The Holy Spirit is the one who has to change their life. It's just my job to tell you or tell them about Christ. Because guess what? If I could change every person in this room with a magic wand, it would be a good thing, an easy thing to do. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. The Holy Spirit has to convict that person of their sin. You see, I learned this. I learned this at the age of about 18 or so. I went to Bermuda. And I remember telling people about Christ. And I just remember, you know, them talking to me like, you know, I don't want to hear that or da, da, da. And you know what I left thinking? I was a failure. I thought, you know what, I didn't say the right words. I didn't, you know, do this right or whatever. But the reality I understood is that they're not rejecting me. They're rejecting Christ. And it's my job to just tell them about Christ. I can't change no one's life. What about you? Have you told someone about Christ? Are you willing to tell people about Christ? Is that something you want to do? First of all, you need to have a relationship with Christ before you can tell someone about Christ. Make sure that your words match up with your life. That I don't just tell someone about Christ and then I'm not living for Christ. So how do we apply this? The Great Commission is not an option for us, but it was commanded by Jesus himself. You see, it's not an option of whether or not I tell people about Christ. It's commanded I do it. It's commanded I make disciples. Are you making disciples? Are you telling people about Christ? I would hope that if you do know Christ as Lord and personal Savior, that you are telling people about Him. Because that's what we're supposed to do. I want to ask you a question in closing. If you had a cure to save people from AIDS or cancer, would you just keep it to yourself? How many of you ever had a person die from AIDS or cancer in this room? All right? 
If you could save them, you had a cure, you'd want to cure them, right? But you know what we have? We have people dying and going to hell every day around us. We're not telling about Christ. Who can get an eternal life? You know what? I'm just as guilty as you. So the challenge for all of us is this. It's not an option. Tell people about Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you again for your love. Father, I pray that you help us to become more like you. Help us to tell people about you. Help us to live it in our lives. Help us not to just be words, but help us to really show Christ in all that we do. And we just thank you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.